Hey listeners, Lex on the Decks here. Before you get stuck into this episode of Hot Girls, I wanted to let you know about something else you may be interested in. Though Hot Girls in its podcast format isn't releasing new episodes any longer, if you head over to my Substack, which is lexonthedecks.substack.com, you'll find more interviews and insight on gender minority artists and how to overcome any barriers to entry. You'll also get the opportunity to sign up to my weekly newsletter, Five Good Things. This is an email letter which will land in your inbox on Fridays, sharing five of my favourite cultural or creative discoveries of the week. You'll find all that on lexonthedex.substack.com. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Hot Girls. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Achieve what she did grab event, so I would um, meet up with her. Like I met her online. Yeah. Don't know what the hell I was thinking. I would never do it now in this but day that's and age. So good yeah, I was like a young little sixteen-year-old dream chaser. Yeah. Um, so I met up with her. This I mean, was that's lovely. so gutsy of you. You weren't yeah. even going out at that age, right? Yeah, I, don't, like, well, I don't know <laughs> what. I, I don't literally. I don't know what I was thinking. But I met up with her. She was lovely, and then I just met people from her, and then yeah, it kind of just grew from there. Like my network and who I knew. And like who I know now, yeah. We uh, kind of just expanded. Like I've met so people, cool. of people, of people. Then yeah. Um, hello, hello, and welcome to Hot Girls <laughs> um, with me, Lex on the decks. This week, I am joined by Khadija, who is a DJ and presenter. She DJs at Nike and she's worked with the likes of Link Up TV and the MOBO Awards. She's interviewed Wiley, Nelly Rose, and she's been on tour with J1. Welcome, Khadija. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about promotion, as in not promotions at work, but the kind of promotion that makes you famous, makes you known. So self-promotion and artist promotion, who's good at it, who's not so good at it, what it means in today's day and age and social media and that kind of thing. And are women generally worse at it than men? And is this a big part of why women are so unrepresented in the music industry? So we'll be exploring all of that. Khadija, welcome to Hot Girls. Ladies, gentlemen, listen up. You're listening to Hot Girls. With Lex on the deck. We in the mix. It's fire. Keep it going. We on fire. From London for the world. Let's go in. So we were just talking about the fact that you didn't grow up in London. So yep. you had to kind of do a lot of, I guess, your early network building yourself yeah for sure I look back like even thinking about it now I'm just like 
I don't know how I did it. I really don't. I don't know. I haven't done anything really, but I, I don't know how I have to where I am today. Yeah. Being like I'm in London. I've got my own place to share with flatmates and stuff. But I do yeah, Nike now and all these yeah, different things. Yeah, yeah. I know um, quite a, a good circle of people. Um, like I could go to an event and know a lot of people there. 20 people in the room. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know how I, I've done that. Do you think me. your like hunger and stuff, because obviously you were ambitious to like make yeah. that move. Do you think your hunger has grown from like bits of success you have? Or do you have days when you're like, I'm so inspired and other days when you're like, I hate, I hate this is too hard? Um, I feel like I'm always motivated. There's not a day where I'm not. Maybe some days I'm more frustrated uh-huh. than others. I get frustrated a lot. Um, I have ideas or I might see something on the net and I'm just like, oh, I need to be rich. If I had a like, I need to be rich and famous. Obviously, I know that's not the, in my head, that's that's the mentality I have. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, cool. I need to, I need to be this person. Yeah. Um, and I know I need to be this person. Yeah. So every day I'm working towards being like this person who I want to be. Um, I wouldn't say, I don't think there's days where I'm never not motivated. I'm always motivated. It's just more, more some days I'm a lot more frustrated. Yeah. And it, annoys me so yeah. I'm like and then and then that fuels me to be more motivated to do something else but then it's also a bittersweet thing because I won't sleep I will be like doing google searches yeah, yeah, yeah. people I don't know I'm a weirdo making plans yeah making plans and yeah I'm like that I'm like intent like really intense with like my motivation I find it hard to switch off yeah and if something doesn't go right I'll like mourn it for about an hour and then I'm like why did that go wrong and like how can I fix it and yeah. how can I make it better next yeah. time but it's quite a like relentless kind of journey isn't it who um who inspires you like who are the Hollow people Olivia. That... yeah Hollow Olivia's my girl man ever since I was 13 I think when I was 13 14 I knew I wanted to be a I knew I didn't know what I wanted to be be in terms of the name mm-hmm. like I want to be of course I'm a presenter and a DJ but I want to be a, a entertainer yeah. a personality yeah that's what I wanted to be but I didn't know I wanted to be that mm-hmm. um Holly was like I used to watch on a Saturday because I grew up with my dad I yeah. used to be up with my dad on the weekdays and with my mum on the weekends so Keith Levin uh what's she called Levin what's she called oh um, um, celebrity, juice. And, yeah. celebrity <laughs> juice it used to be on every Wednesday and then the repeat used to be on on a Saturday I think at like nine o'clock ridiculous time and my mum used to allow me like she she was in bed like I didn't have school so I used to watch it uh-huh. and I used to just be oh I'd love to be like on telly doing dumb challenges I'm like, yeah. oh, That show always looks so fun. I know. I can't wait. I'm going to be on it one day. Yeah. Well, Holly's like, I think where she's she's been able to do like the daytime stuff and be yeah. really sweet and yeah. relatable to bigger audiences. But then she can also go on Celebrity yeah. Juice and just make an absolute tit out of herself. Yeah, for sure. She, she's wicked. I love Holly Louie. Um, she's definitely been an inspiration. And yeah, I've literally just looked up to her. Even till now, I don't really like follow her journey because we're two completely different Yeah audiences yeah but my long-term goal is to be like a little Hollywood like a national treasure and I think that's cool as well it's like it's nice to look up to people who um you don't you don't necessarily want to emulate their exact career path because you're your own person and you'll do your own version of that um but has like it gives you a bit of inspiration and something to kind of work towards and something to think like, yeah for well, sure like do you track like do a lot do you do a lot of stalking of like are they were doing that at this age no. and that's their journey no I don't I think do that's that healthy. I haven't done that <laughs> I don't do that because why don't I do that 
actually don't know why I did. I don't like Hollywood. Is, she's not me. I'm not Hollywood. I'm yeah. not a white woman with blonde hair. And sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> white woman with blonde hair. I'm not. I was not a model. Yeah. She was a model. She started off as a model I and then doing it. children's TV. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not that type. of that's not yeah, what yeah, I yeah. want to do. Yeah. Um. So that it wouldn't make sense for me to yeah. just be like, okay, cool. Let me try and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Would work. I would be being myself. Um, but it's also very inspiring to like look at other people's journeys and like where they come from and how they've done stuff but everyone is literally different yeah. but I do kind of sometimes think I'm like oh I'm 20 I'm 21 this year like I'm not doing enough I do oh, have God, that like where was <laughs> you're fine literally yeah really it's bad. good just I think to compare to yourself because as long as you're moving yeah then that's the most important thing and then For your sure. journey will like keep growing and getting bigger and that what about in the music industry are there people that you like artists and stuff that you look up to uh, it was J-Lo I was oh, like yeah, yeah. That's I've, a great I've heard, like, Twitter doesn't like J-Lo apparently because she doesn't sing Why? her own because apparently she is a really bad singer and she doesn't sing her own I, oh sorry I think that's bullshit I feel like people <laughs> love to jump on that like they'll see one person yeah do a not great performance but if you're J-Lo like you've earned your stripes you don't For need sure. to prove she doesn't need to prove that she can sing yeah and I, I suppose Beyonce does have that level of fitness. Where, I mean, J-Lo's obviously fit, so I doubt she's like super out of breath, but her performances are like aerobic. <laughs> yeah. And she probably just like is like, look, I could sing, but it's not going to sound amazing. Yeah, It's better for me to... Just getting really defensive about J-Lo there. I don't <laughs> see that coming, but apparently I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> I love J-Lo. She was like my little super soul when I was younger. Let's do a XVX. Pick your favourite. So I'll give you like two artists okay. and you say which one you oh, like okay, best. Okay, cool, go um, So Steph London versus Miss Banks. Miss Banks. Beyonce versus Rihanna. Oh, uh, Beyonce. Um, coffee yeah. versus Spice. Spice. Fair. Um, Meg the Stallion v Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> Iggy Azalea. <laughs> the Cardi. Cardi. Okay. Uh, Nicki Minaj versus Remy Ma. Oh, um, Nicki, because I know more Nicki songs than Remy. If I, if sure. I, I do like Remy a lot, but I would be lying if I said Remy. It would have to be Nicki because just because I know more Nicki. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what about Lil Kim? Because you, I mean, it's not a like little you Kim over been... Nicki Minaj. Would you? Yeah, I like I like little Kim a lot. She's Did you listen to little Kim? Because most of her music, like you would have been quite young, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. Like... But well, my dad is an DJ, so I kind of. Oh like, really? Yeah, that's how I'm a yeah okay. musical, musical family. Yeah, my so... family is not musical at really? all. Really? Yeah, so I'm envious. If I love my family, I love you, but <laughs> not musical. <laughs> yeah, my dad. Um, yeah, I grew up on music, so I definitely would say little Kim, but. Looking back at her catalogue now, and like the tunes I do know, like Light Is Up, um, how much is she called? No matter what people say, we got it, got that tune is a banger. The one with Cisco. Um, I love that song with Cisco, I've it all the time. It's um, a very rude song. It is very rude, but um, that's why I quite like listening to it like on the on the trains and stuff when no one knows what you're listening to. You're like, I'm listening to something filthy. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely prefer Little Kim songs over Nicki Minaj. Like, out of the four tunes I know of Little Kim. Yeah, definitely. What about Lil Kim versus Missy Elliott? Missy Elliott. Yeah. yeah. Missy's such a legend, isn't she? Real legend. I'm really glad that she's having her reprise or like moment again. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure she graduated. I'm 
plug it out. She graduated in something. I think it was like did she? two years ago. Yeah. So she's she studying. Yeah. yeah she, that graduated. Why she went quiet. Yeah. She she definitely graduated in something. I can't remember. Or we'll have to Google it. But she she graduated in something about two years ago or a year ago. I think. <sighs> I just think she's amazing. I feel like she's smart as well. I think you'd have a really nice conversation with Missy. I don't know why. I just yeah. feel like she's wise. Yeah. Um, and I really like listening to her back catalogue, like some of the earlier stuff she did with Timberland, yeah. which I never listened to. I always felt this pressure to, and I don't know if you felt this, but to like know, like loving hip hop. Hip hop has such a heritage. Yeah. Has, particularly from the 80s and 90s where it really grew up. Yeah. I feel like people always kind of want to know what you knew of earlier music, uh-huh. but I didn't grow up on that. So yeah. it was like, I've had to like discover that yeah, on my yeah, own or kind of like yeah. actively find it. So I find now that I find songs that were released like 20 years ago. Yeah. That like I just bangers. kind of chance upon. They're absolute bangers. And yeah. a lot of them are like, yeah, like Missy Elliott stuff that she used to do with Timberland or like things from around that time that yeah. were just like early days. Are you listen- Do you listen to much Afrobeats? You know what? I don't, I'm not, a f- <sighs> I'm going to say I'm not a fan. Okay. I'm not, I, don't get me wrong, I play Afrobeats. I do, I love Afrobeats. Afrobeats is like... She's not a fan, but she loves I'm not, it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I will listen to, like, I play it at work. I'll sing along to the lyrics, but... It's very, every like, time, easy play. Yeah, every, every, sorry to cut you, every time I hear Joanna, yay. On the loads of bang on I'll leave that one out. Toast. Like, I just, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I just, like, it I think it's because you. I've heard this song so many times. And especially when I go to an event and the DJ lineup where they don't know their place in terms of their time slot, they will play, like, the other day, I think it was about three weeks ago. It was actually around the corner. It was uh-huh. at Mixed Garage. I was at an event. We're and I heard. Me. <laughs> I, um, I heard, yay, the remix. The, there was a, there's a remix to it. Uh-huh. I heard it about four times in one night. And I was like, how is this possible? Uh, yeah. And I was just like, the DJs need to know that the time slots. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I think that sometimes happens when like the promoters aren't very organised yeah. and they don't tell people, they don't like properly give people their briefs. So yeah. everyone's like, oh, I might get shuffled. Because I've had that before where it's like, you're on at X time and then you get moved. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my set's not really right for that so you have yeah. like an hour of like an afternoon to kind yeah. of like pull a few extra things in yeah and yeah people are like want to play the crowd like not the crowd pleasers but the things that yeah. everyone's going to nod along yeah. to it was like when I was at Iron Apple last year I was DJing and I was the first DJ like I never really DJed in that type of environment before so it was all new to me I was like fresh out of the weave I was, like, was it was it a proper club or was it a- yeah yeah it was Club Ice it was like what it was it Club Black and, well Club Ice and Club Black, uh, Black and White they're the two big clubs uh-huh. that I had up on and I was DJing I was the presenter for Cypress Break so <laughs> I was doing all the after parties and stuff and I was like the first DJ and I did find it difficult in terms of don't play the bangers skinny job. Don't play yeah. Fatiana. Don't play Bosi. Don't play any of these shoes. And it's just like, oh, pan. It's like, what? People are coming in. They want to hear like something. Yeah. So I just stuck with my Jason Derulo. <laughs> he got me through. But um, yeah. Yeah, because you, you know you want to play the songs that people are going to sing along to and get excited by. Yeah. But in any one moment, there can there can sometimes be like like 10 songs that, yeah. that fit into that bracket. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
It's yeah. so hard being a DJ. It is. <laughs> People Look, don't I'm, understand. I've actually DJed in Cambridge. I got booked to DJ Cambridge. Um, I think it's in February sometime. And they wanted me to do the slot one till two. I never had a like, am I hearing this right? That's the main... Yeah. I was just like, you want me to play the bangers? I'll happily do that for an hour. <laughs> um, I'm really good. At, like, even when I do student nights, um, I think I'm very good at playing the bangers. Uh-huh. I know when to switch it. Like, you got to be quick with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm very quick at like, shush, shush, shush. keeping it going, keeping yeah. the energy up. You were like, I don't like that slap. <laughs> Play it again. Um, do you think you're generally more drawn to American artists or British artists? British. Or, yeah. um, how you were saying earlier about you wasn't brought up on music, you had mm. to find your knowledge and stuff. I was actually, when you were um, saying that, I was thinking to myself, I was like, where did I know Little Kim from and Mace from? And I was, in my head, I was just like, I never, I don't remember actually listening to it. I just know it. Yeah. It's very weird how to explain it. And I know all the lyrics. So it's just, I don't know how I knew this because I don't actually actively remember listening to it growing up. I was more on like Usher and like Pussycat Dolls and just P. Diddy, Nicole Scherz. I don't even know how to say it. I'll ask I'm not even going to attempt. Like that type Scherzinger. of... Scherzinger. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, yeah, so... What was their song? Whatever you, you can have whatever you like. Was it that song? What was should? That, was that Diddy and Nicole? No, that's. I do whatever you like. I do whatever. Oh, maybe that was with. That T. was Come to Me. Come, Come to, to Me was with um, Christina Aguilera, wasn't uh, it? No, that was Diddy and Nicole. Oh, was it? That's Tell Me, Tell Me. Oh that yes. Was yes, 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 yes. I was. I grew so up on that. What am I singing? I do whatever. Whatever. Google the lyric. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you all know because everyone's <laughs> desperate to expand their music. <laughs> and when I um, when I started off writing about grime, I didn't know much about grime. I wasn't brought like in school. I was more the Section Boys and Young Teflon and Chipmunk. That type of uh-huh. Stormzy-ish, um, not that deep, younger type of chip okay, okay, yeah. vibe. So I'm very drawn to UK just because that's my that's my job. Yeah. Like, I love UK, yeah. regardless. UK, um, US, sorry. Um, the whole new Roddy Rich, Gunner, little. I'm not very familiar, but I know mm-hmm. the baggers. Yeah. Like, obviously, being an EG, you got to know the baggers, but I'm not, like, in-depth with it, mm-hmm. as I am with the old-school US yeah, with like the like you said, Timbaland, Mace, P Diddy. I'm very familiar with that, but not the new hip hoppy kind of stuff. Yeah. More, I'm very UK. I find like that whole the music discovery process really interesting, and it's almost something that I like want to understand better. And I feel like, but it changes so much because yeah. nowadays I feel like the the, the discovery power is really with streaming platforms. Yeah. So I feel like Spotify and Apple now really have a massive responsibility yep. to get people listening to artists. Because I don't think, like I know myself, artists really come on my radar through hearing their songs, yeah. not really through other means. Names can start to resonate with you yeah. and you can look people up. And like for this podcast, there's also a playlist on Spotify that we're doing to try and just get people listening to more female artists. Yeah. But I do wonder why it is like labels obviously historically have had a massive role to play because they've got so many connections yeah. and like they'll put loads of budget behind someone. And it does obviously have an impact when you see a billboard of someone, but I don't yeah. think anything has an impact like hearing yeah. someone. And I wonder now, and I don't know what you think, like whether radio is still as powerful as it used to be? Um, that's a very good question. 
I don't listen to the radio. Yeah, I don't really listen to the radio either. Unless someone who's on there that I like, meaning if they, like if my friend is doing an interview, who I know personally, yeah. or if my friend is on the radio, my friend yeah. is on Asian Network. I no. find I watch, I watch interviews and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Like on Beats or on One Extra, yep. if they've got someone interesting on. I also think that we live in London and we don't drive and like radio is a big part of being in a car, yep. you know, because you're like on the move and you plug in. You're so correct. But so right. um, I think that I look at a lot of playlists. Well, I look at like the Capital Extra playlist, the yep. Kiss FM playlist, the Radio 1 playlist, more because I'm thinking about what songs, like as a DJ, I'm like, what songs are people listening to? Because yeah. I know it's easy to get into your own bubble and think that you've heard a song a lot and therefore it's a big song yeah but actually no one else is listening to it it's just on your most played on Spotify yeah it was like when Big Trip came out that's my chin (laughs) that's my chin that is hers that is my chin (laughs) and I heard that chin about a month before everyone started registering I was like no you lot are washed like you lot are (laughs) on it late because you can play a song that you know is a banger in a club and not get the same reaction it will get in a month's time. Mm. Yeah, and so it's true. So annoying. So true. Because you've been playing the song, and they've not gotten to the tune yet. They've and not you to think it. that it's gonna go like gonna go off, and that's not really. A real... um, has that ever happened? I don't think that's ever happened to me. I'm very. I'm. I'm more experimental. When I, I DJ at Revolution Roll, Revolution to Cuba, and I experiment at the start of the night. Like the tunes that I like, what I want to play, new songs. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'll go to the more commercial songs. But there's a tune that I actually dropped um, in the middle of my set. It's called, I think it's called Bum Bam or Bum Bum by, I'm not 100% sure who the girl is, but Lady Leisha is featured on it. Okay. And it's a remix. It's a Bagger, and someone came up to me and asked me what the she was called. I was like, "Yes, I've won! I've succeeded!" She's an absolute bagger, Lady Leisha. Um, bum bum bum, I think it's called. It's like a bum bum re- remix featuring Lady Leisha. Yeah, yummy, a lady. Yes, that's it. That is the tune. I'm gonna add it to the playlist. Yeah, it's a yeah. I said it really weirdly, but it is literally bum bum, like your bum. <laughs> Yeah, and that's and I guess that's where DJs come in as well. Is like you sort of have a role to play. I think I think like we have a role to play to play more women. Yeah, and like make sure that we're like actively looking out for that. Yeah, in terms of talent. What about other artists? Do you think they have? Because I think artists have a lot of power over who else gets listened to because they pick who they feature, yep. who they work with, that kind of thing. I heard. Um, I don't know if you've seen Drake's like really long interview that he did with Rap Radar. Okay, don't know if you're a Drake fan. I'm feeling like not so much. No, no not. not at all. Okay. He's, he's cool. I like Drake. I do listen to. Yeah, I don't have many songs on my playlist with Drake on it. Yeah, but I like the old like Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Find your love. Best I ever had. Oh, that yeah, type yeah. of Find your love is a good song. Yeah, but yeah, that type of yeah. I don't really like the D Drake. Start a Drake. Yeah, rather than like God's plan, Drake. Oh, that's so good. That's such a song that like people like Kiki. When oh, <laughs> don't! It's a head wreck. I've never played that song. <laughs> oh. um, but I heard him talking on the on that um, on Rap Radar, and he was like, "Oh, I'd like to sign a female because you know he's got his label oh, EXO." Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, "We're well, not trying that hard, are you, Drake?" <laughs> it's like loads of them out there, yeah. and he has a lot of artists signed to 
not even EXO, that's the weekend's OVO. label, OVO, yeah. Um, and I do feel like, and I know Nicki Minaj has like historically had loads of stick for not being very good about like working with other women and uh-huh. kind of bigging them up. I feel like she's got a lot better at that because she's like worked with, um, obviously she worked with Meg Thee Stallion recently and um, she's worked with Cardi, although like controversy because they had a fight. But, and she's like helped Miss Banks out a lot, I think, yeah. and stuff. But I feel like that's really important. What about social media? Like, has social media like allowed you to grow your profile or like? Oh, hundred percent. I feel like social media is everything now in today's society. If you want to be a creative and to get your work out there, even down to unless you're Jamie and you've got a core fan base, yeah, where you can make an album and only have it on physical coffee. That is wild. I know. He, physical copies and he I don't know why I read it somewhere but he um, he was headed for number one or he might have even got number one I don't think he did get number one I don't know what he did but I read somewhere that it's something about number one and Jamie getting a number one um, with his album (laughs) J-N-E unless you have a a, a such a loyal following yeah yeah, you need definitely need social media. But with someone like JME, he's been putting the work in for so long. Oh, yeah. And then he's been kind of quiet for quite a while. Yeah. So it's almost like he it felt like he was too committed to not be doing music. He didn't feel like someone who would like spend time outside a studio. Yeah. Yeah. He I felt, think he's always at the studio. Yeah. Definitely. I like that in my artists. I like that in a musician, someone who I feel like is just working all the time and doesn't get bored of it. Because sometimes even when you're a DJ or presenter, you can't well, you can come up with ideas and all of this stuff, but you've got to have other things to make it happen. Yeah. If that makes sense. With an artist, you can just go to studio. Cool, you need money for studio time. Yeah, you don't need that much. And you don't really need a network to do it either. Like you don't, which I think as a DJ or a presenter, you really do. Yeah. Probably it's, you could put so much stuff on SoundCloud and Spotify and no one would ever listen to it unless you started to kind of build a following. Yeah. And that's a real challenge. But ultimately, if you make good stuff, like I think 80% is what you make and like 20% if that is in the promoting. Yeah. So like that's kind of how I think you should split your time. Sometimes I feel like people kind of get that a bit wrong. Yeah. Promoting is also important, as which is you've got to make quality music. Promotion is so important. Like you could have a really rubbish song but the promotion should be A1 what's the example Big Shack that doesn't really count <laughs> that, you know it does count that, that, yeah what's it called is it Oish my A is different to your yay. if that actually didn't come out you see yay Burner Boy <sighs> don't I don't think that if my yay is different to your yay didn't come out yay the actual version it would have popped off as it's in the way it's 100%. I didn't know about Ye yeah. until my Ye is different to your Ye came out. <laughs> and that Lawrence girl, what was she saying? I shack her on the beat as well. I don't I know. Said, you do. I shack her on the you do. I'm going to show you. Send me some links. There's a girl um, <laughs> called Lawrence. Um, she's also known for being Jay Huss's ex-girlfriend. Okay. And God, I'm so, I mean, like no disrespect to her because I'm sure she's wonderful, but I just would be so annoyed if I was known as someone ex, someone's yeah, ex. She, yeah, yeah. That's how she's known. <laughs> but she's also known as the girl that sings a shackle on the beat as well. Okay. I'm going to show you. You definitely, you, you must have heard it before. But the promotion for that was insane. All over Twitter. And she's just, her following just got up. Yeah. Like, everything's got up. And I'm just, and now she's getting deals from, you know. Everyone. All the 
cheap brands. Also, some artists are, I think the problem about promotion, some artists are so good. Some people are are just naturally really good at it. Like the biggest, most obvious case in the world is the Kardashians or someone like Cardi, who is just so comfortable putting themselves out there and up all the time. Then you look at someone like Little Sims, who arguably is not very good at self-promotion and who is just really a musician and and like an an actor, but as in that is fundamentally what she is first and foremost. Yeah. And like, I think she's getting her time now, but it's just taken a lot longer. Yeah, I think. I don't want to go down this route, but Kim Kardashian is very marketable. Because she's hot. There's that. She's, because she's like, she's got a body and she's a, she's a white British woman, British, American woman, sorry. And I feel like that has, as much as, even I get annoyed about it sometimes on Twitter, but... What's your hair, like, what's your... I'm half Jamaican, half Italian. Okay. Oh my God, what a mix. Yeah, yeah, Cardi. Cardi, Yeah. I think it's also girls who are like super, uh, they fit that kind of like stereotypical idea of what femininity is. Yeah. And kind of in every tick box yeah it's almost like labels know how to promote that and they can't be bothered to like work out how to promote something that's maybe a bit different Uh the more you're relatable the more easier it is Mm. for people people like understand it straight away and I think our culture has like almost got worse in that because of things like Love Island it's almost become more extreme it's so weird like you move forward in so many ways I do think it's an important thing to kind of just like break down a little bit and understand and like even to ask ourselves these kind of questions to be like am I drawn to certain people because of that or what is it but um but yeah I think with like Instagram social and like we've got so used to just kind of celebrating people who do fit a certain type of bracket yeah and and yeah and it like makes sense to people and they understand who and what they are straight away and as a pop star as or as an artist and really like as like a hip-hop artist now you are a pop star because yeah it's the most popular genre right so I, I feel like there are there is a certain way to be a female artist that yeah. is understood yeah. and there's nothing there's absolutely I don't think there's anything I think it's best for every like, I think Cardi B is good for all women because yeah. it's like yeah it's still more women on the radio and it's still a voice yeah but the next level and again I do I genuinely feel like change is coming and I feel like we're actually at a good time but it's like you can also be just a kind of humble, like introverted yeah. writer kind of female artist uh-huh. and be celebrated and yeah, successful yeah, for sure. and understood. For sure. Um, that's not really... Who would like that? Adele? That I can think yeah. of? Adele, Georgia Smith. It's, she just likes to write her music and post pictures on Instagram. I wouldn't like to think she's... She's not like a Steph at all. The completely different levels. Steph London is more out there. She's very more got a voice. Georgia. There we go. Georgia Swift LMA. Like Georgia's very, own. yeah, you get the feeling she's quite shy. But she, for other people, she's quite easy to market because she is. It's like LMA, which is also. Yeah. People, like, she just yeah. writes music and puts that in. Yeah. It's good to go with, with people like Little Sims, very black. But Spanx is getting there. Miss Banks, I think, has like had a real moment like after the past year. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I feel like every and and it's I think she's been a really nice artist to watch because 
She's been around for a while, for quite a while, and I think she's been respected by artists for quite a while. Yeah. She could always do a good verse, but she must have like had suddenly had a load of money poured into her in some way because all of a sudden the songs that she's coming out with are like snack and yeah. babby bop and stuff suddenly you've got like chart massive hits from Miss Banks whereas for quite a while she was like guest versing on yeah stuff on Link Up TV that kind of thing yeah. so like she was known but she wasn't spotlight mainstream I think she found her unique standard point yeah her UTI unique UTI yeah, is UTI. a urinary tract infection. <laughs> UTI is like where you get after you've had sex. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so done. I don't know what... what it's what? getting late here in Hackney. <laughs> Not a UTI, you guys. USP, a U- unique selling coin. What coin. the hell? Well, how did that even a come out? TI. <laughs> oh my God. So sorry, Miss Banks doesn't have a UTI. <laughs> Well, she might. She's um, a woman. We get them. But. That is so funny. No, not a UTI. How do you get... That's another story. Um, she's found her, her her space to claim. Yeah, she's found her... I was trying to be clever. She's found her unique sort of point, her USP. That's what she's done. She's found it and I think she's she knows the formula. Yeah. I think she's run with it now. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I actually think it's quite nice that she's come to that after a bit of experimenting as well. Yeah. Because whilst on the one hand it would be great to be like putting a couple of songs out to being like the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. On the other hand the chance that you'd actually end up comfortable with your sound if you hadn't really had that much time to experiment, I think is quite rare. I, I, yeah, most people who become very successful very early on and yeah. very quickly doesn't really go so well for them because like, how do you sustain that? It's like you get thrust and you get kind of wedged into a certain position that you kind of want to rebel away from because yeah. maybe it's not really authentic to you. Whereas I feel like Miss Banks has kind of had that time to experiment. And yeah, as you say, she's now found her sound and she knows what it is. And like, she's UK, but Americans also really like her. Yeah. Not that like everything's America, but obviously for like money and scale, it's important for an artist and exciting, I think. Yep. So yeah, I think it's like exciting to see her journey. Yeah, I like Miss Banks. I'm for Miss Banks. Pro Miss Banks. Who um, UK artists that are kind of like on your radar, particularly ones that maybe... I don't know if there's well not even necessarily particularly but who who are you enjoying right now this is really bad i should know his name it's p.a salu p.a salu so say oh this is i know who he is as well this is really bad i met him when i was on the j Wallace tour i met him he's got a shoe called frontline and it's an absolute Bang Google's Bog. driving me mad right now because they keep um, I'll type something in and then it keeps appearing or I'll be sending yeah, an email and I mean. it'll appear on my Instagram and yeah. I'm like can you how are you all synced up it's really annoying yeah particularly because like for work I, like, I'll be like doing something and then it'll come up on my Instagram feed I'm like I've been, been talking to people why they're not selling I'm not trying to buy their products I'm already in conversations with them about work yeah. stuff it's so bizarre how Google he's works. from Coventry Coventry rapper who's got Twitter yeah one excellent uh <laughs> what an excellent bio. Do you use Twitter? Is that his bio? No, that's what this, um, the face.com oh, has said about him. <laughs> the Coventry rapper who's got Twitter. <laughs> uh, what did you say, sorry? Um, are you on Twitter? Do you like I Twitter? I am on Twitter. I, I don't really, I feel like with Twitter, you've got to be very opinionated. I don't really give my opinion due to obvious reasons. Mm. I don't really give my opinion on stuff like that. Um... Yeah, but I do like have a laugh on there. 
Can I ask what it was like going on tour with J1? Oh my God, it was the best time of my life. Yeah. I was the only girl on tour, which made it even better because I was like, everyone's <laughs> an all angel. Everyone's like, so they like, how can you And you know what I did? They had a, Boohoo gifted them all with a tracksuit, a velour, well, uh-huh. velvet J1 tracksuit. And I was, I didn't obviously get one. I was like, no, this is not fair. Yeah. I need to get involved. Also, I don't feel like a tracksuit is gendered. This Exactly. When I, when I, um, got on the plane to go to Dublin, I passed Juicy Couture and I'm, I'm a Juicy Couture fan. Yeah. And I saw the pink tracksuit, velvet one. I picked that straight up. I was like, oh. Yes, man. Yeah. When I, went to, <laughs> when I ended up in Dublin, in Ireland, I was like, look, lads, I'm a part of you lot now. I've got my pink one. You lot have your black one. <laughs> it was great. I literally learned so much about people, men, how men are, how they think, myself. Um, what I should tolerate in terms of just people in general, how people should treat you. I learned a lot. It was like time of my life. I would change it for the world. Like, one of the best experiences. I think everyone should go on tour. I have to everyone go on tour again. Everyone should go on tour. I pray everyone listening to this is like, yeah, would like to. <laughs> I think this year I have to go on tour again. 100%. Maybe not with Jay. I know he's doing a European tour and an Australian tour. Yeah. But um, I'm definitely going on tour. I have to. Yeah. With another art. 2020. Just opportunities. Yep. Um, thank you so much thank for you joining for us. Me. Where can people find you on the internet? So they can find me. This is annoying because on Twitter, in fact, you know what I'm going to tell the listeners to do? Type in K-H-A-D-E-J-I-A on Instagram. And the first person that comes up, block them, like with that name, because I all report them because I want that handle. Oh. <laughs> I have to have Kadeesh G. Khadija, which is like the last set. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. So, you like, that's not part of it. Not You're Madonna. Part. You don't need a second exactly. name. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to get that domain back. And, well, yeah, well, handle back. So, but yeah, that's so currently you've me. got a G. Yeah. So, Khadija G on Twitter, on everything, really. You I can never say it. Or you could just type in my name on Google and I think I might come up the first page. I think. I don't know, you'll have to check it out. <laughs> check but it yeah. out. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, it would be great if you could give us a like, comment or subscribe on iTunes because it really helps with uh, getting found. And also, as I mentioned a couple of times, we have a playlist on Spotify, which is called Hot Girls, just to keep it simple for you, where you can listen and discover new artists. And Kluge, if you've got any recommends, we can add those to yeah, the girl. playlist. Whoa. Um, thanks very much for listening, everyone, and have the most magical week. Bye. Yeah. All the hot girls come alive. All the hot girls, you know the vibe. All my hot girls.